five, four, three, two, one, and boom, we are live with Michael Koo at King Koo. How are you, sir? I'm good, bro. I'm good. What about you? I'm good, man. <laughs> just, you know, just trying to make the most of quarantine these days. Grinding as much as possible uh, while we have the chance. Oh, yeah. There you go. I mean, I am, like, uh, waking up pretty late, like 1 p.m., 2 p.m. or so, but, I mean, that's part of, that's part of how it goes, you know? Like, I mean, so there's... You just gotta give it a little bit sometimes. You gotta have a little bit of fun. That's the same as me. It's like you try to you try to fix your schedule, and it's like it, it doesn't work that way. It's like even if you sleep three hours before, it's like you still wake up at the same time, and you're like, "What the hell? What happened? <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? Exactly. Every single time is happening like that, man. Yeah. So since we last spoke, man, you have passed five hundred thousand followers on TikTok. You yeah. are freaking flying, man. Good job. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah. Thanks, bro. No, it's uh, it's been a pretty crazy ride up to now. Um. Like, like you said before, like we're still aiming for that one million mark for the verification for the favoritism. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty exciting, not nonetheless. Like, it's yeah, pretty exciting. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> the uh, the algorithm has been a bit laggy in the last like three weeks, I'd say. Like a bunch of feature problems, uh, editing problems. Like, like we talked about last time with the zero views in like the first like two hours. Oh god, it's so annoying when that happens. Yeah, it just it just, it just kills it kills your it kills your uh, your video. But we're gonna do. You just have to keep going. Usually, what I do is like if that happens to me, I just I make the video private so only I can see it, and then I and then I save it and I re-upload it, and like it usually solves the problem for me. It usually makes so like the video is good. However, something I've noticed as well with TikTok, at least like in my videos, is what I'm, is what I'm talking about. Um, it's not as popular, like it doesn't go as viral as much as it used to. I mean, maybe it's like happening only to me just because like, I guess like my videos aren't as good as they used to, as they used to be. Maybe, I mean, I don't know what it is, but like nowadays it's like mostly 70 to 80,000 views, even though the watch time is like over 20 seconds long, which I'm yeah, like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Which I'm like really surprised by. I'm like, oh, what's happening? Yeah. So I think. Like I said, I think what's I think the server overload, which is the root mm -hmm. cause, overloaded server, and drastic competition rise. Yeah, it's drastic competition rise, but also one thing that we have to be realistic about is also the server overload. And the thing is, like, since everybody's getting discovered through the for you page, it's like, bro, now if even if I have let's say an extra hundred million people on the app, but now but now I'm I'm getting like a massive supply of content that's being pumped out. We're all fighting for the for you page, like that's the only yeah. thing. The only yeah, thing, on, right? On, on on IG, like you get discovered through the explore page where they have like three columns or hashtags, direct exposure. On TikTok, it's just it's just the for you page. My intuition was that um, when they release the economy a little bit, and people start going back to work and school and other things to do in their life besides uh, posting on TikTok, mm -hmm. then we should have an alleviation of the organic reach. So yeah, right. I think. So what I told him, because I'm in a, a little small group with like a bunch of my buddies, mm -hmm. we have like a few, uh, all of us on TikTok, and uh, we were stressing it. They were stressing out a little bit. I'm like, yo, this is just a temporary down. Just wait for, try to try to survive through it for four weeks, five weeks. It's gonna be back to normal, or gonna be back normal. partially back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we always complain about. This. It's like we're complaining. It's like, man, we can't get any bigger. But dude, we got over five hundred thousand followers, man. And we're like, what are you complaining about, man? Just fucking chill, enjoy it. But also, you want to get you want to get as big as possible too, man. You know, so it's like I don't know who to side with yeah. here. It's like some of my friends are like, "Man, it's okay. You got so many followers, just relax." I'm like, "Nah, man, I don't want to relax. You got to keep making <laughs> new contents." 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like take, take it easy. I'm like, bro, I'm tripling down. I don't feel good. <laughs> exactly. You got to dude. I feel like, especially like now because of the quarantine, TikTok is just getting an absolute boost. Like it's everyone's getting on it now. Everybody who wasn't on it like a few months ago, older people are now on TikTok. And a few months later, YouTube is releasing their uh, their competitor to TikTok, which I, I which I'm sure you know about as well. Uh, YouTube Shorts is what it's called. They're gonna try to directly rival TikTok with it. The the, uh, the the advantage from what I've seen up to now for shorts would be, well, first of all, they're backed up by YouTube, which is pretty mm -hmm. huge. The advantage would be the licensing with the music. Yeah, I've heard about That's that. That's the advantage. I don't know how they're going to... First of all, they I think uh, at one point when I saw the, one of the articles, they said they're going to announce the release of, uh, of shorts in December. I'm like, bro, these guys better hurry the fuck up <laughs> because TikTok is, fucking, is gaining so much market share. It's yeah, massive. Yeah, man. If they don't exactly, release something yeah. like now, holy. It's a monopoly, man. I mean, there's nothing else like TikTok right now. Like, people aren't on YouTube anymore. Like, they're on YouTube to watch viral TikToks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, what? <laughs> like, even, like, uh, Facebook has its own version of a short-form video app called Lasso, with, which they've been testing out for about a year, uh, two years now. Lasso? Um, I've heard that before. Yeah, it's not in Canada. It's only in it, some places in the States and like mm -hmm. places in Asia. They've just tapped, from what I saw, they've tapped into the Geo Network. The Geo Network is like a huge Indian network with a lot. Mm -hmm. basically, basically what it is, is they've tapped into India. Oh, Once you get India, yeah. you get 100 million, 200 million, 300 million Indians on your platform. The biggest market. Yeah, there you go. That should be a, that should be a big boost or catalyst to get to like the next level. So we'll see what happens with Lasso. But from what I've seen, Lasso is pretty much almost identical to TikTok. Wow. Um, I think anyone that wants to try to compete with TikTok at this point now needs to add some sort of radical shift or radical feature. Like that's like, like very different because it's like, that's the thing with these apps. It's like, there's only one Instagram that I want to kind of chill on. I don't want to fucking have like three Instagrams to chill, three types of yeah. Instagram. Just, just one, centralize just my one. shit. I know you go. You just one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, like nowadays, it's like if you want to become like if you want to have any kind of digital footprints, right? You want to become the next David Dobrik. You want to become the next Mr. Beast. You want to do any of these things. You got to be on minimum five different platforms, and you got to be killing it on all five platforms. Like yep. Snap, you got to be Instagram. You got to get TikTok. You got to get YouTube. You got to get Facebook, Snapchats. And I'm, I'm forgetting one. I'm, I'm forgetting LinkedIn, one. LinkedIn, Twitter, LinkedIn, Twitter. YouTube. Yeah, LinkedIn, even Twitter. Get, there you even, go, yeah. Even get an email list going on because the email list, you actually control <laughs> it and own it. Um, yeah, 100%. Like, that's why I always say to people, I'm like, oh, the, cause they, they kind of like project your success on you. It's like, oh, you have 500K. You're fine now. You have 500K. Yeah. You're, you're all good now. And it's like, bro, I don't feel good. <laughs> exactly. I don't feel good until I have some sort of omni-channel network across multiple platforms because I've already had 300,000 on IG. Mm -hmm. Boom, one shot, the Instagram got deleted. Really? That happened to you? One shot. One shot. Oh my God. And uh, you could ask for an appeal, write a huge ass text. It doesn't matter. They don't give a shit. How'd that happen? You got 200,000 followers and it got deleted. They said, I violated, they said I violated a guideline. They didn't tell me which guideline. They're just like, oh read it again. I'm like, bro, are you guys serious? I freaking two years straight. Two years. Jesus, Jesus Christ, man. That is, that, that is such a pain. <laughs> oh my god man I there you go so it's like once again it's like since your tiktok account doesn't belong to you proprietary you don't have the license the paperwork for it doesn't belong to you 
it, it, you're at the mercy of the app. If the app decides to change the algorithm or decides to fuck you over because you violate a few guidelines or whatever, <laughs> you're, you're screwed. You are screwed. You are so screwed. You're literally screwed. So like you need to create the omni-channel and that's going to be the, the baseline of safety in my view. That the is, yeah, that's the way you can do it. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if freaking, like, someone like, for example, like, Charlie D'Amelio got her TikTok deleted, she'd make, go on Instagram, and her Instagram following would, would, would like, increase by, by double, like, it would double, just because everyone follow her there all of a sudden now. But again, most of us, like, most of us smaller creators, we don't have that luxury like she does. Yeah, well, I mean, we have to try to get to there, but yeah. We got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, you know, slowly. Uh, 500,000 at a time, you know, like a, you know, like a million at a time. We'll be at 50 million in no time. We will uh, be there. <laughs> All right, it's, it's coming. Yeah, Charlie D'Amelio, she has her IG now. She has her YouTube channel. She's uh, playing the cards right, let's just say that. She's yeah, playing absolutely. Her Dude, Instagram I mean, is monstrous. <laughs> it's cr- what, what is it, like now, 15 million followers, something like that, man? That's- it's 18 million. With an engagement rate of four hundred, uh, four million to five million likes per post. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! By the way, it's not a it's not an optimized post playing into subconscious and psychology and like a marketing post. It's just like a selfie. <laughs> oh my God, bro! I'm dead. God, man, that is that is just <laughs> awesome. I, I, like, how can you get that many likes that quickly? It's just like, man, like th- th- here's what I'm seeing, right? Um, the people who are trying to influence her, like people like her, who are big creators, say, go to school, get education, you know, do this, do that. It's like, why the fuck should she? Like, she has more attention than they, any of those people ever will, and she can make money with that. And she already is doing it. Because they have, they, they're, they're stuck with their uh, unilateral, unidimensional way of thinking of the traditional route of, that's the only way you're going to be successful. And it's like, she's already like 10 times more successful. It's even it's it's even funny when I see like people that are like ma- people that like value the mainstream celebrities for the fact that they're mainstream celebrities and they kind of disrespect someone who came up huge on a certain platform and I'm like that is a celebrity they fucking had to come up yeah it's a celebrity <laughs> and, and it's it's a celebrity because they have more influence than these guys over here that you're so romantic of with Hollywood and like uh, whatever I'm like bro this guy could drive more sales than all of you combined. Dude, like Charlie D'Amelio probably has more views, like all in all our videos combined, than Leonardo DiCaprio has views in all of his movies combined. I mean, yep. just she probably—I mean, I don't know—was like a billion views, something like that. She probably has like more than like billions of views now, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she has, uh, and 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 uh, her career was what, like, like not even a year. Not even a year. <laughs> <laughs> not even a year. It is so crazy, man. You know, I've, I've actually been, I've been reading this new book called Outliers. It talks about uh, people who are successful and like what they did to get to where they did. And it talks about the things that we don't see. Because whenever you read like any book from, from like a billionaire or from like a celebrity or a person who's successful, it says the same thing. I worked my ass off. I didn't quit. I worked until I couldn't work anymore. All that stuff, right? But for example, something I learned recently, the majority of NHL players are born within in the months of June, sorry, January to March. The majority yeah, of like a, yeah. there's like an effect that's called, I forgot the name. I forgot like the name the, too, but. I think, I think that they're, they're at the specific cutoff of like the age. Yeah. Be like the strongest, the strongest in their weight or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you, you see, yeah, you know. And because of that, their body develops uh, quicker than uh, their teammates who are born in October, November. And they have, I mean, it works with hockey, but like not with basketball because basketball, you can play anywhere, 
like there's like a basketball hoop, uh, you know, a court right there. But in hockey, you got to actually have the equipment. You got to go. Yep. You got to go. Got to have an ice rink. It doesn't work with them. It talks about Bill Gates too, and why Bill Gates found Harvard uh, computing so slow for him. Because when he was in high school, he was living near the University of Washington, and there he was able to. Uh, it was in the late '60s. He was able to go into this uh, computer lab that they had, which is like a new thing. You know, computers are very new at the time. He was able to go in there and compute for 20 to 30 hours minimum every week for over the course of the, over the course of his high school career. So, by the by estimations of experts, they calculate that he had over 10,000 hours spent in that computer lab before he even went to university, like before he even went to Harvard. So he was already an expert in the, in the, in the field, in the study. And he goes yep. to Harvard and everyone's on step one. And he's like, man, this is fucking stupid. I'm out. And he fucking becomes Bill Gates. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very underrated, the uh, self-learning process. People are too romantic with like, um, they're too romantic with like the certification from some sort of authority that they, they deem an authority and all the self-learning stuff and... <laughs> Pizza's here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm not checking out. I don't want to cut off the uh, podcast, but... It's all good, man. Take your time. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh-oh. Who is it? Who is it? Hello? Uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of a podcast, so... Sorry, maybe, maybe come back, like, uh, a few hours or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Bro, I respect the grind. I respect the grind. See that? He comes to my place. It's like, yo, I'm fun. I, I'm uh, offering some uh, services for. Anyways. <laughs> Good for him, man. Good for him. I mean, never had that happen before. Like, I'm in the middle of a podcast right now, guys. Like, literally, it's like here. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's so, all good. Uh, it's all good. what I was saying is, like, we, we kind of like, like demonize all the work that is done outside of like the mainstream institutions or brands that we believe that are like the primary, uh, primary mechanisms for success. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like when I talk about, uh, when I talk about LeBron James, let's say LeBron James, all we see now is like NBA, whatever, doing super well, but it's like, he didn't go straight into the NBA. This guy's grinding his ass off every single day. Same thing for social media. I have some people now that are like, oh, they tell me, I don't even know how, how it even comes to like their mind because they don't really know who I am. They're like, yo, you should, he was a little bit lucky. And I'm like, bro, I've been in the social media realm for freaking six years, seven years. <laughs> and uh, I've been literally posting, it's not just six, seven years of like chilling. It's six, seven years posting every single day, three times, four times a day, multiple platforms while you're freaking jacking off. <laughs> and they call you lucky and they call you lucky because oh you oh 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 yeah a post go viral yeah it's yeah dude well yeah, yeah, know TikTok, what... TikTok, uh, it's all luck uh i don't know what he's doing but uh he, he's just lucky or early yeah, yeah sure bro he's lucky early it's like oh man you know like i posted 10 videos and one of them got like a thousand views and i'm famous now i'm awesome or it's like they post like 10 videos and it's like you know what none of them got like none of them it's hard none of them went viral i'm gonna quit after 10 videos, I'm like, man, like, I think like personally, like my 50th video, like 45, 50, that's when one of my videos actually went viral after posting that many. It takes time for some people. Yeah. And my, 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 uh, on this account, my, my first video that went viral got 800K. And at that point I knew right away what I have to do. 
but it got 800k on the 10th video but i had a but nobody knows that i had a previous account beforehand and my previous account which i practiced for one month straight mm-hmm. right I, my this account is like november i started in october actually with a previous account where i just tested a bunch of stuff yeah i just i uh, got used to being on camera getting used to speaking on camera looking at the camera not at the screen um i got uh, used to the filters features violated guidelines on purpose so like there's all of that happening too and i've been on instagram forever but nobody yeah, nobody cares nobody nobody, no nobody cares i think the, I'm, like, uh, I'm like i'm like i'm like when i jumped on tiktok i wasn't starting on social media from ground zero like most of these guys i started yeah. on social media a while back like long long time i was already an expert in social media and i'm just getting i already know what i kind of have to just get used to tiktok as a platform nativeness of the platform but i already knew what i was doing beforehand like <laughs> and that's the so same much, that, yeah and that's the same play for me and you when we, when we move on to lasso when we move on to shorts and let's say shorts decides to actually blow it actually manages to blow up and execute properly we'll be ready already yeah and then sure. people, people will be like oh they got successful on shorts they were lucky well bro when uh, <laughs> you're you when you're playing video games i was on tiktok freaking forever it takes a long time <laughs> like and yeah like nowadays it's it's a lot harder i mean like back i mean you you and me started tiktok around the same time i believe actually like i believe you, uh you started like a bit a bit earlier than i did but back yeah. then maybe like six or seven months ago you could dance on camera and get you know you know like a million two million views you, like i haven't seen somebody other than like an already established uh, tiktoker make a dance video and become famous like in yeah. the past, I would say maybe two, three months. It just doesn't yeah, happen yeah. anymore. It's just like the, the, but that wave is, is done. It's, it's died. The, the standard of competition rose. Dr- okay, so here's when I was on TikTok on that first month or two months, I was like, okay, perfect. We're in a good phase right now. Everybody's laughing at the app. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Everybody disrespecting the app. Perfect. perfect. Everybody's saying cringe videos, dance videos. Excellent. I was happy because I was like, that's exactly the attitude that I want for me to dominate this app. I was like, okay, we got maybe six, seven, eight months ahead of us where we could do a shit ton of damage. We could fucking dominate this game. The thing is that the coronavirus hit mm-hmm. and that competition kind of like drastically, massively like just spiked yeah, up. It spiked up Prem- prematurely three months before the expected timeline. I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I really have to up my game. <laughs> <laughs> because this entire, because what happened is like the coronavirus, all right, everybody stays home. They're all bored. Mm-hmm. They have nothing else to do. They disrespect TikTok. Now, all of a sudden, it's like they see all their friends on TikTok. Oh, shit. Maybe I'll get a TikTok, too. So all the guys that are not on TikTok now jump on TikTok. All the guys that are that are on TikTok that don't take it too seriously are now taking it seriously. So it's like you really, really have to like. You got to uh, be. Yeah. Now, now, now what you got to shine because you know exactly, exactly what you're doing. You know how to go. Yep. You got an audience. You know, like for me, like for me, like now, like, uh, cause I offer consultations for growing on social media and now like mm-hmm. one of the things, TikTok, you know, I, I have a bunch of people that are a million followers from eight months ago or a hundred thousand followers from eight months ago. Now they're crying because they're like, yo bro, I'm only getting 500 views. I'm like, <laughs> the app is algorithmic driven. If you don't know what the algorithm is, you're dead. And you were in at a time when it was, it was easy not to be offensive, but you yeah. were, it was easy. Now it's freaking tough. The best guys win. That's how now they're all is, right? Yeah. Now they're all crying. They have a million followers, 5,000, 2,000, 3,000, 2,000, 1,000 view. I'm like, bro, what's going on? Yep. Yeah, you got to be, you, <laughs> you got to keep making good content, man. That's what it is. You got to keep making good content or your account authority goes down, right? 
and, and they go to shit. It's even more destructive for their self-esteem because they've, uh, especially guys that are just starting out on social and like, say a guy who wins the lottery, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? All of a sudden, 500,000 followers. All right, perfect. A million followers. Okay, perfect. They wrap all of their self-esteem around the accounts and they've made sure everybody knows that they have 500k, a million followers on their TikTok, but they haven't developed the mindset of a champion, let's say. And when shit hit the fan, like right now, for a lot of these guys that are getting 2,000 views, 1,000 views, now they're all crying. Yeah. Hey, bro, how's your, how's your TikTok going? Ah, it's, it's going all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see you're only getting 1,000 views. What's going on? Uh, it's, 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 the, it's the algorithm. <laughs> the algorithm. What's the algorithm? Uh, it's the algorithm. <laughs> they pretend like they pretend like they know they know what they know what they're talking about, and like they have no idea. Just like like bullshitting you, trying yeah, to keep their just, face. It's, it's just the idea that it's so like destructive for the person's self esteem if they put all of their eggs in like that thing. And it's like yeah, I mean, dude, it kind of is because like it's, try, it's something try, try like develop, oh, yeah, go ahead. It's something like they've been doing for so long, and they feel like they're it. You feel like you get entitled to something. Like you feel like you should be entitled to getting big, even though like there is no such thing. It's like, dude, you got, you honestly like, it's kind of lucky. I mean, I mean, preparation meeting opportunity, right? That we got big. I mean, I mean, we prepared, we know what we we're doing and we got it big, but it can go away like that. And like, we're scared of that. And we know that and we hope it doesn't happen, but it can. It's like, it's like I'm used to getting a hundred thousand followers. I'm the guy who has the ability to get a hundred thousand followers. But now that ability has, basically rotted it's basically been destroyed i'm only getting three thousand. you know like it completely destroys you but it's like it's like i mean they probably say it in your book like the outliers like the ones you go the furthest are the ones that can remain the grounded for the longest amount of time as soon as you develop arrogance you begin to lose you begin to lose you begin to lose and i see it often too way too often with a lot of influencers that get uh success predicated on a visual entity a visual thing like a super hot attractive girl whatever they get kind of like high up and whatever, and then uh, the company underprices them or they can't get a deal or their account gets deleted and then everything just crumbles in their life. And it's like, bro. <laughs> yeah, because they, 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 they see a guy who's like, uh, who wants to do a collab with them or not very successful or uh, whatever, and they kind of look down on people. But then that guy is like, even though on paper it doesn't seem like successful, but his fucking, he's fucking beasts. And then next thing you know is like this guy's like the next billionaire, and it's like, oh bro, uh, uh, can you help me now? You're you're the one laughing at me before, you know what I mean? You ever wonder about how um, Apple's third uh, partner must feel? What's his name? Uh, the guy who the guy who sold his shares in Apple, like in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh uh, fuck, what was it? Uh, I made a well, video on it actually. I forgot. <laughs> I forget too. Yeah, like what is it like? It would be worth like ten billion dollars now or something like that. Like his his stocks. If he had still had it, if he, if he still hold, held on to it today, but he sold it. Man, it's he like sold it. he sold it early. Yeah. Not a day must go by that like he doesn't he doesn't like think about that that think about selling those things. Not a day must go by. That's like man, such a tough place. Yeah, to the be thing, in. thing too, the thing it's not even a day doesn't go by that he, it, he doesn't feel it. But it's like we all we all know him like legacy wise oh as the guy God. who like screwed up by selling himself too early. <sighs> man. That kind of shit you can't get back, man. If you if you have the the mindset to be able to go through that, then you know whatever. But yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're in your shoes, I mean, the only thing you can do is you know put your head down and and just and just keep doing what you're doing. Otherwise, you're gonna kill your. Otherwise, you're gonna end up like eating yourself up from the inside, and it's gonna suck.
it's what I mean. Like I, I don't, uh, I don't uh, get too affected when the views are down or I don't get too affected when the views are up, whether it's up or down, it's both ways because I've kind of already passed that phase a long time ago, long, long, long time ago. Like whether I got a hundred thousand, three, 300,000, 1 million, 30 views, I'm good. I'm still trying as hard as possible. That's the point, man. You got to be hungry, right? Still hungry. Yeah. Always hungry. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I see it too often, people getting just like depressed and stuff like that because all of the, yeah, all of the ego is wrapped around it. And it's like, oh, bro. Yeah. Because dude, like, if you tell your friends you have TikTok, the first question they, well, the first question they ask is how many followers do you have? When followers don't even mean you make viral videos, like, like, like don't even mean you're going to be successful. Second question they always ask is how much money do you make on TikTok? <laughs> two questions. If the answer, answer, to, answer, to, answer to these two questions are low, they're going to take you seriously. They don't even care. They don't care. Because, because the comment comes from a place of vanity. It comes from a place of potentially insecurity too. It's like the only thing that they see is the vanity metric. Mm-hmm. Even if the guy in front of them is like the next Bill Gates, they'll fucking laugh at the guy in two seconds. <laughs> but like you can clearly see if you have even a, a reasonable mind like on your head that you can clearly see this guy's like he's going super far if you if you have too much arrogance and vanity and insecurity to be able to identify these people in front of you oh man your network's going to be very very weak it's going to be a network of people around you that are all vanity driven and you lose but yeah i mean I, I i get i get i get the same thing as you like how much money do you make how, how much how do you <laughs> know how do you make money on tiktok my god bro figure it out man yeah just go google it <laughs> let me ask you a question like you're obviously very interested in business you're interested in growth how did this uh this interest start with you like when did you like become like when did you get something for this uh my interest started from incredibly young age mm-hmm. i'm like if i have only one life on this earth i better take it to the highest level because i don't want to be at the mercy of you know like not having enough or not tasting enough or regretting too much when I'm, when I'm older. My motivation came from, I have a vision of where I want to be in the future, like position myself in the future. I know all the guys at the top are like, they're at a good place now. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're tasting everything in life. I want to be at that place too. And not only that too, but it's pretty fun. It's fun. I, I like, I, like even let's say like in the gym, I don't go to the gym particularly because for example, TikTok. I don't, I don't do TikTok because I want to be rich, particularly, which is a good byproduct. I don't go to the gym because it's a because I want to have a six pack or I want to be like super shredded or everything. That's the byproduct. I go to the gym because I like the process of like every single day, just like grinding every day, trying a new thing. No, no, no. My buddies every single day, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's it's more for the excitement. But uh, that's like my vision. I don't want to be pinned down on a nine to five thing. I don't want to be pinned down on working on somebody else's other projects. Just not interesting to me. I mean, I only have one life again. The last thing I want is just to throw it all away. Would you say you're very competitive? Uh, competitive? I mean, I guess. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not competitive. I mean, it depends how you define competitive. I'm not competitive. Like I'll try to kill everyone around me. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, I'm competitive. I'm competitive to try to become like the best version of me. Mm-hmm try to get to the highest level as possible in performance. But yeah, that's the idea. That's great, man. I mean, like these days, like, I mean, like the people I've been talking to who are part of the younger generation, generation than us, there is very, like, there are a lot fewer of them who think the way you think. Yeah. Many of them, well, just because the way they're raised, the way they're shown different things in the world, it just, it's not available to them as it was before. 
nowadays, oh, it's like get a job. Here's a phone. Here's an iPad. You know, everything everything is given to them. I feel a, a lot more than it is before. That's the thing. Actually, uh, well, the thing is, like, yeah, I mean, we could attribute an element of the conclusion to the parenting mm -hmm. and to the just like the world in general. Like, even though everything seems apocalyptic and everything's going to shit and whatever, everybody's depressed. Oh my God, the world's ending. Climate change, uh, uh, coronavirus, whatever. Like in the in the grand scheme, historically, we've never been in a better position today, ever. I like, agree. You I fully agree. You, yeah. You, you, you could you could have been born in Mesopotamia. <laughs> Good luck, bro. <laughs> good luck good luck I, I mean anything anything before 1776 the life expectancy was 40 years old jesus christ so now we have like oh uh every, since everything is good since everything is good our our entitlement and our hunger for like getting other stuff is like much lower mm -hmm. uh, the entitlement is much higher the hunger is much lower yeah exactly i made a video i, I, made, I actually made a video on tiktok the other day talking about the worst year in the history of humanity which was apparently the year 536 and here's why it was so bad, because back then, people lived in Europe, uh, the Middle East, and Asia. Like, other, like North America wasn't, wasn't really discovered yet. Africa wasn't really, like, people weren't, people weren't like, really in Africa that much. So Asia, Middle East, and Europe. And in the year 536, a huge volcanic eruption in Iceland happened. Huge eruption. And what that did is, it sent ash into the sky. And that ash covered all of Europe, all of the Middle East, and most of Asia. Now, because there was so much ash, sunlight couldn't pass through that and actually hit the, hit the crops. So food wasn't growing. Uh, people, people weren't getting sunlight. And because there was no sunlight, it's also really cold. And this lasted for 18 months. So if yeah. you're living there in that situation, compared to living <laughs> in 2020 in quarantine, we, we know with Wi-Fi, you got, you got a TV, you got a computer, you got a phone. What the fuck are you complaining about, man? What are you complaining <laughs> about? Honestly, it is not that bad. It is not that bad. For everyone listening, for complaining, shut the fuck up. Seriously. No, I mean, uh, our life expectancy is more is better than ever. We live to the lo we have we have, we live to the longest, uh, uh, the oldest age ever in history. The standard of living is higher than ever. Like this, mm -hmm. it's not even contestable. It's literally unequivocal. unequivocal. And um, une unequivocal. And uh, the the problem a lot with the people that are younger, I guess, is again just getting back to the whole. Since everything is good, everybody gets soft. Everybody has nothing else to do than complain and like, you know, worry and whatever. So when you listen to guys like, uh, let's say like uh, Jordan Peterson, anyone, anyone, okay, Jordan Peterson, Gary Vee, or whatever, they all talk about like the, the, uh, the, um, the damage that like, let's say parenting and like overprotectionism has done for the kids. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't get the same, the same type of mindset because everything is good. So I don't need to push as far as possible. Yeah, I agree, man. Like you, you can, you can, you can, you can get, you can get access to high-level dopamine in two seconds. Just play your video game in two seconds. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's that easy. It is that easy. It's that <laughs> easy. All right, Mike. Listen, it's been it's been thirty minutes here, man. We are coming up here on time. I appreciate you being here, man. Uh, good to do this again. You're always a always a great guest on the podcast. You know, got a lot of interesting interesting things to talk about. Yeah, it was uh, super fun. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. Another again for us, I think it's going to be a good three months ahead of time. Like, ahead of us, a good three months. Sorry. I really hope so, man. Yeah, just got to keep. Just Pretty excited to see contents. what happens. <laughs> I don't know. Three months from now. Hopefully, everything will be good then. Yep. Hopefully, we'll be outside, but, but you know, uh, let's see what happens. You know, I, I like the I like this pot.
I like this podcast a lot too because it talks a lot more about like the things that are happening outside the social media realm that really complement with like social media a social media journey. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Thank you, man. But, I appreciate uh, yeah, it. Yes, glad you like it. I appreciate a lot for getting me on the podcast. Glad you like it, man. Thank you for being <laughs> here, man. All right, brother. We will talk soon. Have a good one. Stay safe out there.